Warning, every episode of the Magical Bro Transformation podcast contains spoilers for the show discussed, adult language, and adult situations. everyone welcome to the magical bro transformation podcast episode filler number 14 Woo. yeah uh so today it's i guess i'm hosting it my name is juan hey juan hey and with me is the ever masculine nuni yeah i got big tits mm-hmm. we so both awesome. got big tits <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, unfortunately, Mark can't be here because he's in Louisiana. Yeah, um, Mark, what we had planned to do was do this and, um, what was it, Battle Angel Alita as mm-hmm. one episode. But since Mark hadn't watched Tokyo Godfathers, we decided to split him in two. And then mm-hmm. Mark said he couldn't do it. So technically, I I guess by the time this comes out, it may or may not be, uh, you know, the the last day of Christmas or the last day of Honika or mm. whatever uh, festivist thing is going on. So I'm gonna wish everybody a uh, happy day, happy holy days, happy hopefully you're off of work day. So Tokyo Godfather Swan. Tokyo Godfathers. An anime that came out in 2003 that was mm-hmm. made by Madhouse that I caught when I was, I want to say, 14 or 15. And that was the, the biggest reason that I wanted to watch this because I remember watching it and it stuck with me until, <laughs> you know, now. Yeah. Um, it Overall, I love the movie. It was really well animated, too. So yeah, it was super well animated. Mm-hmm. Like it holds up everything. Like all the CG and everything looks great. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. they just they just grab piles of money and fucking shoved it into the screens. <laughs> yeah, um, people running. That's that's the funniest part. Because um, <laughs> it it not only was it fluid and it looked um, didn't look cartoony, it just looked real. But it was it was also comedic. And that's I, what I really, really love on about that. Yeah, and I feel like the the character design for it, like all the the faces that they chose to give the main mm-hmm. characters and all the like supporting cast, mm-hmm. it really added to the realism, like the realistic um ish view. I guess realistic tone. Yeah, to the realistic tone, but also mm-hmm. the the comedic like uh, yeah. slapsticky nature that. All of it has because the main the main characters themselves have really 
cartoonish faces like they're mm-hmm. super expressive and yeah you know they they convey emotion really well even though they're yeah. they're like super uh exaggerated yeah and w- the most realistic piece was i guess the baby yeah <laughs> baby was the the most realistic because it never shut the fuck up <laughs> it never shut up but it looked realistic yeah, too it did, like it did it looked like a real baby yeah and i was like this is weird it's like it it just popped out from the real world and fell in this movie yeah just like <laughs> just like it just plopped out of the garbage and fell into some hobo's hands Mm-hmm. a, a tranny hobo and a, a drunk hobo and a, and a little girl hobo and a teen hobo the, the teen cutest hobo. of all hobos <laughs> <laughs> i guess to to lay down the the basic gist of it so three hobos find a baby and try to give it back to the to the mommy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they yeah. like they the mommy left a bunch of information with the baby, and then shenanigans ensue, and then plot, and then like, plot deep, deep plot, deep twists plot. and turns everywhere, twists and turns, and oh my god, plot twists and and, and another plot twist, another plot twist, and stories come and go. It's it's like like this this movie just had a world of its own. Yeah. And the Mexicans. And Mexicans. So that's the that was the thing that I wanted to tell you like talk to you about the most. Because mm-hmm. I I had to look up like why why were they there? Like there had to yeah. be a reason that they were there. They couldn't just be like, Hey, look, these uh Spanish speaking people are there. So I, yeah. I I looked into it a little bit afterwards. And what but, I came to find out was that um, generally Mexico and Japan have like a trading, uh, you know, they're like trading partners. They're not the mm-hmm. best, but they still like trade things mostly for automobiles and stuff. There was a time yeah. in the like early 1900s where they, a bunch of Japanese people migrated over to Mexico. Like not mm-hmm. not like hundreds of thousands, but like a few thousand Japanese yeah. people. But the same thing also happened in uh, Colombia and Brazil and more so in those places. So that got me to go looking into like, okay, let me see what other people think they are. Yeah. And that's when I came to find out that base, that what it turns out to be is that Brazil is the Mexico of Japan in that in the way that Mexico like Mexicans always cross over to the US mm-hmm. a lot of Brazilian people cross over to Japan evidently really? yeah because but, yes well no I was just uh, just go ahead and uh, and I'll just I'll just start the conversation all right because it turns out that um, much like the Japan and Brazil deal, um, I, the Japan and Mexico deal, Japan mm-hmm. and Brazil had a much bigger, like, actual trade agreement where actually, like, like tens of thousands, maybe even hundreds of thousands of Japanese people have immigrated to Brazil. Wow. And, yeah, in those areas. More so in Brazil and Colombia than Japan. Mm-hmm. But to which I said... Well, this guy thinks that they're Brazilian, but they're not speaking Portuguese. They're speaking yeah. Spanish. Yeah, that's that's what I was gonna uh, like point out. I was like, well, if if 
if they say they're Brazilian, why are they speaking Spanish, Spanish and not Portuguese? Yeah. Like, unless every single sentence in that was Portuguese and we understood every <laughs> single thing they said. Uh, I guess. Well, well <laughs> but, before we go any further with the, this Mexican, uh, like, discussion, uh, we should probably just point out that uh, this was kind of like a twist on its own because oh, they yeah. were at a wedding. <laughs> they were at a wedding, and then this we what we think is a is a is a woman like it's part of the catering group, and she was she's dark skinned, and we thought oh it's just a dark Japanese woman. Yeah, like an attractive dark Japanese maid, and I was like, hey, I'm I'm into that. Yeah, and then all of a sudden she pulls out a gun and uh shoots, shoots the groom. <laughs> yeah, shoots the groom, and then she runs off with a uh, a teen hobo and. And then takes off the wig, and it turns out not only is it a man, it's uh, someone that speaks Spanish. Someone that speaks Spanish. And <laughs> the funniest thing to me was that the Spanish wasn't subtitled in our... Mm-mm. And I'm assuming it it's so, so you can feel just as lost as a Japanese girl did when yeah. she got lost. But, you know, since we understand it, we we, we were I was, we knew exactly what he was saying. I was surprised. I was like, what the hell? Where, where did this come yeah, from? Yeah, where the Why fuck there... did this come from? <laughs> And then it turns out there's a whole community. <laughs> yeah, just living in the sub section, yeah. like the underground of Tokyo. Yeah. So I wanna. So my, I came to the conclusion that he's Colombian. Is you? You came into the conclusion? Yeah, I came to the conclusion that he's Colombian because he speaks Spanish. A lot of mm-hmm. Colombians are dark skinned like that. Mm-hmm. He had a different um, accent. Like his accent, their accents that's, weren't really Mexican. That's what I was gonna point out. Um, but yeah, go ahead. And uh, much like Mexico and Brazil, Colombia also has a fair, mm-hmm. you know, Japanese blah 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 blah. Yeah. Well, so that's just you know what I assume. Yeah. Well, um, when I saw it, it I I heard it more on the female, mm-hmm. um, on on the lady that was. Um, which, by the way, the the teen, the teen hobo had the baby, so you know she was whisked away with with the Spanish person, yeah, uh, with the baby. But uh, there was a lady that helps uh, the the teen hobo with, with the baby, the breastfeeder. Yeah, she's and she's double fisting babies. She, yeah, she says <laughs> one baby on one side, one baby on the other. And I was like, damn, esa es una mujer. <laughs> 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 but um. But um, when but when that woman was talking, uh, her accent wasn't uh, Mexican or standard Mexican or or regional uh, uh, Mexican Spanish. It didn't sound bad. Like it, it didn't sound bad. It 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 was just like perfect Spanish. I you know I was surprised that they had someone that spoke of, in like that spoken that way. Yeah, but um, her accent kind of reminded me of Argentinian. Hmm. It, because it had a slight um, Argentinian twang to it, like kind of like how Italians talk. Yeah, that's how Argentinians talk too, where they they talk with a little bit of a lift. Argentinians are known for being lighter skinned, or at least the the actresses and actors. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe they're dark skinned, but in media portrays them as as light skinned. So I was like, ah, she's more on the darker side, so maybe she's not Argentinian. Yeah, like all of the there, there are a bunch of different traits that they give them, and who knows? Maybe it was mm-hmm. supposed to be in an ambiguous Spanish or Latin's, you know, character. Yeah, because, and that's how how the movie portrays it. They they said of Latin American origin. Yeah. Um, they don't say which country Where? exactly. 
but I guess that's a good idea because um, this in what the movie was portraying is that there was like a war going on, like a a mafia war. Yeah. So I guess that's good. They didn't point out which one exactly. Yeah. Because they would have gotten into deep deep trouble. Maybe I don't know. Hmm. I mean, there there are other places that Yakuza fam. There are other anime that like point out. Uh, fights between yakuza families but you know they don't really get too deep into it and stuff yeah which which by the way that's this is like the first plot that we're given yeah outside of the baby like that they have to rescue baby but this is like one of the plots and i think oh okay they're gonna be in the middle of a of a game war and then that that plot was dropped i was like oh okay but it didn't feel like it was just dropped completely and forgotten it was just like okay we're not focusing on this you know, there's there's a main story going on. There are bigger things going on in this gigantic cluster of a world. Yeah. And that's what Which, I I really liked about this anime. Like, yeah, I, I really like this because there was just things going on. This world was actually living. But it's not just the uh, happy go lucky things. Like the <clears throat> what like really made me enjoy this was that it showed the ugly side of Japan that Mm -hmm. you know that a lot of anime really don't show and if they do it's usually like in a different world in a futuristic society or it's like in a in a gigantic metaphor or something Mm -hmm. but this just shows it in essentially what are modern times and you know shows you the the homelessness Mm -hmm. the prostitutes the gangs the drugs, yeah. the hooligans, and the, you know the killings, the, the killings, killings of, the killings of homeless. Yeah, which was like, pretty sad. I, I kind of got a little bit pissed off of that. I mean, it's, it's it, what they do. It's what they do. But I, I just got a little bit pissed off because I was like, "Damn, youth, fucking Yankees, <laughs> the damn break dancers." <laughs> So they're trying to get the family, the the kid back to the family. Mm-hmm. They run into a guy that's getting run over by the car that leads them to the uh, wedding. Mm-hmm. That then leads them to what was it? The the Latinos. The Latinos. Mm-hmm. Where do they go after that? Well, going back to the the kids um, getting jumped or the the kids jumping uh, oh, homeless is that, people, is that when they split up? Yeah, that's where they split up. So okay. the the tranny is looking for the baby and and teen hobo, and the guy was just like, "Fuck it, I don't care anymore. I just want to drink. I'm yeah. fucking tired. My feet hurt." Yeah, and... he's like, "Fuck it," and just like walks off. Just wants, just goes, and you know yeah. they have their little falling out. Um, yeah. All this time, uh, Miyuki, the girl, the teenager, is still you know missing with yeah. the baby. Mm-hmm. And it gives you this, uh, you know, it, it makes you think that this that Jin, the the old drunken guy, was actually like, nah, I I don't want to deal with this until he stumbles into that. Super old homeless guys, yeah. Place that which, I thought which, was pretty, yeah. Which I thought plot number two because the the old man was like, "I have a secret," and yeah. uh, 
Like, don't tell my family who I am, because if anybody finds out who I am, uh, you know, they'll be disappointed or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then that that never happens, you know, because we're not focusing on, on the old man, but um, then the hooligans come, come by. Yeah. And I think they they steal that what what the old man had. Uh, no, what they took they was uh, goddamn it, what was it? What exactly did they take? Was it so, like money or something? I don't think it was money. It was uh, <clears throat> what was it? So in that in that house, you remember he saw that picture of like a brochure mm-hmm. or something that yeah. showed the building that they found in uh in a picture of the lady that was in like the locker or something cuz they, yeah, yeah, they yeah. found a you know that along with the baby there was a locker key they went to the locker they found like a bunch of pictures and like some cards and shit and in those pictures they saw some buildings and he recognized the buildings in the background whatever mm-hmm. i think that they had taken they took some stuff but the main thing that he was trying to get back mm-hmm. was the picture that they took mm-hmm. okay Maybe that's what it was. I just remember that the kids took something and then like they get a phone call and they're like, Oh, we're gonna go, we're gonna meet some chicks. Yeah. And they're just so casual. I don't know, that that just pissed me off. Um I wouldn't touch a homeless person, but I wouldn't go about and beat kill them with the metal pipe. Yeah. And um, it was after they beat him, like his he's so uh committed to this thing that they took that I can't remember right now, that yeah. after they beat him up with a pipe, he gets up and he goes and runs after them and tells them, no, I need to get it back, give it back. Yeah. Until he finally gets it back and, you know, when next we see him, he's beaten to a bloody pulp. Yeah. And then and... the next shenanigans begin because we see this angel. <laughs> <laughs> we see, like, I, I was like... Oh, I don't remember this. What's the, what the fuck is happening? They just dropped an angel here for no reason. <laughs> and then later you come to find out that it was a uh another Jenny, a yeah, prostitute. Yeah. A pretty a pretty man lady. A lady man. Pretty man lady. A lady lady. A lady lady. Yeah. And yeah. she happened to work where Hannah, the transgender cross-dressing lady man uh works used to work at. And then we mm-hmm. find out her backstory. Yeah, which which wasn't really sad. It was just kind of like, <laughs> yeah, it wasn't really sad, but it was more of um, he was, he, she was also abandoned uh, as a child, but was she taken. grew up. Yeah, she she was taken in by, I guess uh, a madam. I guess you would call the woman the old the old woman. Yeah. Um, and she just lived in that life like. Of, of drag, yeah. Basically, drag shows. That's basically what it was. She had a boyfriend. She mm-hmm. was uh, she was performing there from time to time, and I'm assuming like waitress or something there. Somebody yeah. made money until yeah. uh, her boyfriend died from an undisclosed disease. No, he. What happened? Because. Because, you know, he was like, oh, he died from AIDS. Because, you know, AIDS is supposedly the, the gay disease. Yeah. People still think that. But um, 
but no, he just like fell. <laughs> he fell to his death, basically. He fell and he died. Yeah, basically that's what happened. He fell and hit his head and died. He fell down and he bumped his head and didn't wake up in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, and then shortly thereafter, uh, Hannah was depressed and while she was performing, there was a guy that was heckling her and he was like, hey, you suck. And she fucking smacked the shit out of him. (laughs) And then ran away in shame because she was like, oh no, I can't go back. Yeah, and the and the madam was like, you know, you could always come back. Like, yeah, there's no harm. Like, there, there's nothing bad going on. You're good. And the, I feel like that was the most heartwarming thing of this anime. The the fact that everybody, like all the homeless people, were wanted. Mm-hmm. Like they they're they come to realize that there's no reason that they should be living the way that they're living. Yeah, it, for them, it's all in their head that they. They ran away from the problems because they were ashamed of it. Um, Hannah, is it Hannah or Hannah? Hannah. Hannah. Hannah ran away because she was ashamed of beating the guy up. Um, Jin ran away because he accumulated some gambling debt mm-hmm. and couldn't pay like the bike shop and mm-hmm. whatnot. Yeah. And the most and... understandable one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Was uh, the spoilers was Miyuki who stabbed her dad because <laughs> her cat ran away. Yeah, um, her her cat ran away. She was chubbier too. Yeah, she was chub. She wasn't your stereotypical, uh, you know, Japanese Cute. Japanese Cute girl. girl. Yeah, she was a uh, another like another character that you don't really see in anime. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, more overweight uh, female. Like you yeah. see, you see like fat guys from time to time, but you don't really see mm-hmm. any like fat chicks because they're often portrayed, you know, like fucking unwanted goddesses or whatever. Yeah, uh, but I like that they they don't like like the rest of these characters. They don't stick to the mold of your generic, mm-hmm. you know, anime character. Yeah, um, but she yeah she stabbed her dad because she was angry that the cat ran away, and. I guess there was a fight, and she just stabbed her, and she, and she ran away. So, you know, there's that. She 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 stabbed somebody, and uh, she's ashamed of that. Um, which makes perfect sense. Which, which makes, makes the most sense. sense, I think. Yeah, I mean, for all we we thought in the movie, like she was she was uh, running away because maybe the cops were after her or something. Yeah, and um, I guess one, you know, was her dad using the cat as a proxy to communicate like problems that he had with her and like the uh, the final straw was the cat running away because now there was no proxy to to take the the insults and she would then have to take the insults directly and she couldn't take that but no like we there was i i don't think it was that deep i think yeah. she just stabbed her dead yeah, honestly, I I don't remember. Maybe maybe there was some abuse, not not abuse, but like the dad is just like, "Hey, you just got to get over it," like or something like that. And yeah, she, maybe, maybe she just snapped because maybe again going back that she's she's the fat girl, you know, her pet is she felt love from her pet. Yeah, and then the cat ran away, and that just that just, that just broke her. Yeah, that just broke her, and she she stabbed the man, much like and, she broke. The skin of her father. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
but yeah that like they they all feel wanted she she's even wanted because the family put newspaper clippings and saying hey you know please come back home the cat's here we found the cat come back home we miss you which led to the another like really emotional scene in the anime when she goes into the phone like um what exactly happened so uh, I think they, they're waiting. They, they all they all reunited at the mm-hmm. at the hostess club, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Hey, what are you doing here?" And they're you know whatever. And then I think they were just wandering around and just ended up at a donut shop, right? Yeah, something like that. Which led uh, Miyuki to go to a phone booth with a paper. Oh no, I remember what happened. <clears throat> so they all they they all get together. They're like, hey, we're at a hostess club. Mm-hmm. Hey, look, um, my name is Jen. I have this this photo that shows exactly, like, this photo and address that shows exactly where this house is. Mm-hmm. And then they get to the house and it's all burnt down and shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that just, uh, that's just a buzzkill. Yeah, because you're like, oh boy, the, the, they, the baby. They found it. They found it. <laughs> yeah, and then like, oh, it, it burnt down. Which was another <laughs> twist and another turn. Yeah. So yeah, then then shortly after that, you know, this happens, and Miyuki goes to a phone booth with this clipping that she found in that house, mm-hmm. that you know Juan already said, I guess. Mm-hmm. The newspaper clipping. Yeah, the newspaper and clipping and whatnot. Come back home. She found in the house. Yeah. So she has that in her hand, and she's dialing the phone, and she's calling. Her dad answers, and he's like, "Mushy, mushy," <laughs> <laughs> and she's just there, and. The, just the expression that he that she has, mm-hmm. the the way that that entire scene is, and he just talks and says, "Miyuki, is that you?" Mm-hmm. And she just like panics, uh, panics, doesn't know what to do, and is overcome with emotion, hangs up, and you're mm-hmm. like, "Ah, oh, no, no, just go back home, <laughs> go home." You're but, but, if, but if but if but if you don't, it makes sense. Yeah. And then like the one one of the bigger surprises happens in that a fucking ambulance drives into the goddamn donut oh, yeah. store. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> Which you didn't expect at all. Fuck. Yeah. Biggest irony is like the guy comes out of the, the ambulance and he's like, <laughs> he's like please call it. <laughs> yeah. He's he's not even like like dying or panicking. He just like gets out uh Goes to the door and he's like, "Call an ambulance." Call an ambulance. <laughs> um. Uh, then. But, yeah, there, there's just a, a lot going on, a lot of emotion. There's so much going on, mm-hmm. and I guess we could skip a little bit and go to uh, right. another one of my favorite parts. Whenever, uh, I don't remember exactly what happened, but Hana starts coughing up blood. Oh yeah. And, oh no. And like just a little bit before that started happening, uh, Jen told you this like super sad story about the super fake and made up story about how he used to be like a a champion bike racer and all this (laughs) stuff. And he got into debt and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But the sad part was he was gathering money to, to try and give to his daughter like he was trying to gather as much as he could 
even though it wasn't anything it might not be anything for her it was like mm-hmm. everything that he had yeah and they end up using that to pay for the hospital bill for Hannah and it was so fucking sad yeah it was it was terrible it was but uh, i i guess uh, another closing for that character is he he reunites with his daughter with his daughter who is named Kyoko just like the baby who was named Kyoko, just like the lady that was getting married whose name was Kyoko. <laughs> yeah. Which was a just, <laughs> I guess, a not not a running gag, but a, a running like a... Uh, coincidence. Yeah, serendipity. Co- yeah. Serendipity. Serendipity. This whole movie was serendipity. Yeah. But yeah, that that was kind of a, a sweet moment. And then Hannah had a had to fuck, it, fuck up. it all up because he was yeah. fucking down. And he was like, "No." She was. Well, jealous. I mean, it makes it makes sense why <laughs> why she said it. Because uh, I mean, he she was she grew close to him and all that stuff, and <laughs> she I guess had to get it off her chest. To which you know, Jin, he was like, "I got gotcha. you. I understand." Yeah, and then Hannah says, "If she's really, if if she's really his daughter, she'll forgive him and this and that." While they're on the bridge, and she's explaining it to Miyuki, and um, there was like a a joke that that she said that was like, "I might as well just end my life and jump off a bridge or something." And in the background, <laughs> <laughs> in the background, you see a lady on a bridge ready to jump. Yeah. Yeah, and they just keep walking, and then like they they like realize that this is happening, and they're but, like, "Wait, whoa, 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 stop, <laughs> stop, no, stop, don't be fucking stupid. What are you doing?" And they <laughs> throw her back down on the bridge, and she was like, "I, I threw my baby away in the dump in the car, in the trash, and I can't help myself." And blah blah blah. My husband, or she made up the story that, or spoilers. Mm-hmm. She she told them that her husband threw the baby away and that the baby that they found was her baby. Mm-hmm. While this is happening, after uh, Jin had a, the talk of his life with his daughter, who is now a grown-up getting married to a, a doctor who is like Jin's age, basically. Yeah. Um, He goes to an apartment that they found was, you know, led to the... Um, baby's mom baby yeah yeah the the place where they moved to after their house burnt down and shit he goes in like he he breaks into the house basically (laughs) because nobody was answering the door and it's fucking gone to shit there's trash everywhere god it was disgusting like a horrible hikikomori type environment that you you know that that's often portrayed portrayed in animes like uh Oh, welcome to the NHK and stuff like that. Yeah. But um, he goes, he talks to the guy that's there, and the guy's like, are you a fucking cop? And this and that. And he explains to him, oh, no, my fucking girlfriend's crazy. She went and robbed a baby from the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> all all the while, they, they gave the baby to the to the lady who mm-hmm. <laughs> who robbed the baby and said that her husband threw it away in the trash. So he, like... He runs all the way back down the stairs, grabs a bike, and he's like, you know, I'll see you later. And fucking <laughs> dashes for his life so they don't give the yeah. baby back to the lady. 
<laughs> and and a chase ensues because by then the, you know the oh, the big ass the lady chase. has the baby yeah and there's a chase there's a cops chase the they go up a building like there's helicopters it's it's crazy yeah and until the, like the the final climax where they're at the top of a building and they're like <laughs> Uh, like a fucking rush hour two moment happens, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> where the lady, uh, I did she give them the baby? Well, what no, what no, happened? That's is... right. She jumped. She jumped off with the baby, but yeah. Hannah grabbed her. Yeah, which was damn. She had reflexes. Yeah, she was like running down like the wall and like. It got the baby and like that was like a little bit off. after, right? Yeah, because yeah, I, I think uh, Hana grabbed her and then Jin grabbed Hana and then and then Miyuki grabbed Jin, and you yeah. know the you know the comedic thing happened, <laughs> but you know that that's when the thing that you described happened where mm. she ran down the goddamn building. <laughs> yeah. I was like, holy shit! <laughs> after coming out of the hospital, I guess they put steroids in her to make her super. <laughs> powerful or something or steroids <laughs> she happened she just so happened to be able to grab the baby yeah who was falling down and yeah. land on this super petery ledge and you're like ah oh, of course but then she jumps <laughs> then she yeah. then she falls off because it's snowy yeah and not only that uh she falls off the the ledge like i don't know what to call it i guess a canopy yeah, she falls onto not onto the canopy, but uh, she holds onto it. Yeah, she holds onto the canopy, and then yeah. uh, a kamikaze blows. A uh, wind of God blows. Yeah, and <laughs> like the strongest wind in the goddamn world <laughs> blows at this exact moment. This Christmas miracle happens, <laughs> and she droops over the. <laughs> the electrical wires and gently floats down onto her <laughs> yeah i was like what the fuck <laughs> i was like holy shit <laughs> and all um, this fucking crazy shit culminates to the title of the movie basically mm-hmm. and like closure for miyuki at the end mm-hmm. or, and, they, know, they... what you ex- assume is closure Maybe yeah, what do you assume? Because they, yeah, they they left it all open ended, but yeah, that's where we also get the title of the of the movie. Yeah, because the actual parents find out that the pers- that their baby was returned by some people, and they were like, "Uh, we want to meet them so they could be the the godfathers of this baby." And the uh, police officer that took them there was like, "But they're homeless, you know," and they're like, "It doesn't matter," and this and that. <laughs> And, uh, you know, like, the ending scene was all beautiful. It turns out that, like, all the while in the background, um, like, the winning lottery numbers are are shown. Yeah. Uh, like, not in this scene, but, like, earlier in the movie they were shown. And it, it was all subtle where the winning numbers were, like, an odd string of ones. Like, it was yeah. 1, 11, and, like, all these other things. And at the very, very end, you see that, uh, the stuff that the old man gave to Jin, the one that died, mm-hmm. um, in them were some lottery tickets, and those lottery <laughs> tickets happened to be the winning tickets. Yeah. And you're like, ah, oh, 
it, it's gonna be a merry Christmas after all. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's the whole movie. It's it should just be called Serendipity the movie. Serendipity the movie. Because a lot of shit happened. It was just coincidence after coincidence, plot twist after plot twist. But it, you didn't get tired of, of all this happening. Like, no, it, it just built on top of it. Like it, that those serendipities and those plot twists had purpose it wasn't just like oh plot twist and then they they dropped it off like yeah it wasn't just it wasn't like hey let's make the super convoluted story for no reason they were yeah. like hey let's make the super convoluted story for a reason yeah and it was a good reason it, it was a, a really good reason and it's it's uh really good i would recommend it i would super recommend it. i i love it so much i was looking into buying the anime and the only place that i like first i was trying to find a place to stream it Mm. and the only place that had it was anime strike Mm. and you know that has its own its own things on top of it and everyone's angry at it and whatnot but i i thought like it would be somewhere else considering it's a super popular movie is it well amongst anime like Amongst people that have been watching anime for a while, it's a pretty mm. popular movie because it's it's a pretty good movie. Yeah. I wouldn't say it's like uh popular in the sense of like the general um, you know, your typical anime fan though. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, I can see this more of somebody that it doesn't go for anime just for like the flashiness, but they want um I guess emotion to it. They want and to not start. just yeah not just emotion but like realism yeah this like this is something that i know that mark likes because he likes realistic mm-hmm. uh as much as he likes like steam cyberpunk and uh his rom-coms he likes a uh, realism mm-hmm. in his stories mm-hmm. because it's something that he like something that's hard to find in no matter like no matter what the medium is mm-hmm. and you know as uh as crazy as some of these Christmas miracles are, it's still like <laughs> it's still somewhat grounded. Yeah, yeah. And I I also like to point out that Hannah is the most religious out of the all three. Yeah. So it made a lot of sense that that the Christmas miracle happened to her. Yeah. <laughs> so any anything else you could think of, like I. I don't remember we, the, like the movie, the not the movie. I don't remember the music actually. And the the music, I don't remember either. And I think it was for the better, mm-hmm. um, because yeah, because a lot of it, I I I don't remember. But um, the only one I remember is the Beethoven song, mm-hmm. uh, Symphony Nine or or Ninth Symphony or anyways. That's the only one that um, stood out the most, only because they used it in a lot of parts. Yeah, and they even used it in the end credits too. Like they they used the, like their own version. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's about it. Did you watch this subbed or dubbed? I watched it uh, subbed because I didn't know there was a dub. Was there a dub? I would hope. I I when I watched it, there was a dub, but you know that was back in two thousand and four, probably. And yeah, you were watching it in the. Uh, yeah, I was watching it on American cable television. television. Oh. Yeah, I'll I'll try to check the 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 dub, just snippets of it. I, I was really 
I really want to like listen to it because it's not like a series where they have to do it within a certain time frame or whatever. Like they can, mm-hmm. they could take their time with the movie. But uh, looking at the voice actors that they chose, uh, considering that you know this is when I was still young and you know what do I know? But this like Jin, his voice actors only had uh, four other roles. Mm. Uh, what is it? Who is this? I think it's Hana. Has also only had like a few other roles, maybe like six or seven. Mm. And the only one that's had a, a decent amount is uh, the one that played Miyuki. Yeah. But you know, we'll we'll, we'll see. I'm I'm interested in it. Oh, I'll, I'll definitely try to find snippets. Yeah. All so right. that's that's the podcast. Yeah, so this has been episode 14. 14. Yeah. XIB. XIB. If you guys have any questions, comments, concerns, or criticizations, <laughs> you could send them to mbtpodcast at gmail.com. On Facebook, we are facebook.com forward slash mbtpodcast. And on the Twitter Twitters, we are at Magical Broadcast. Um, we'll see you guys when we see you. That's been that. This has been this. Uh, we'll see you guys later. Bye. Happy holidays. Happy-